Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. All right. Dr. Gail Carson, thank you so much for joining us. You're known as the uh, SOB, the spunky old broad. I love your branding and uh, you. you and I have been friends for quite some time and uh, you, you, you do a great service in the world. And um, so I'd love for you to, I, you know, I could share what you do, but I would really love for you to share what you do because uh, I know you have such passion for uh, the audience that you serve. Well, I work actually in two in uh, two areas. Number one, the radio, because uh, I do 12 radio shows a month. And then the other passion is for women 50 plus, because I so believe that there are so many women out there with so much potential and talent. And sometimes they just don't believe that they still have it because they've reached that mid mark. Mm. Well, so you have been in the media a lot. And so can you kind of explain how you got started in that and, and how you kind of built your media empire? Well, I was trained actually in the media. I went to Emerson College in Boston and I graduated with a degree in theater, broadcasting, speech, etc. And mm-hmm. so I did radio shows in college. And then when I came to Miami, I, uh, I started training people in TV commercials because I also had a SAG after talent agency. And mm-hmm. so we booked people in commercials. And then um, after that, I, I was a TV spokesperson for Clairol, went all wow. over the country redoing women, which was a whole hoot. It was fantastic. Uh, we used to take a woman in her 20s or 40s or 60s and then bring her in on a Tuesday before and then on Wednesday completely change her and Thursday do a split screen with the before and after and then I was doing a program for Entrepreneur Magazine called Women in Business and then when they sold their their publication they stopped the broadcast division and so that's when I started this other avenue and I do three different shows now Women in Business, um, Living Regret Free and for SOB Radio which is Women 50 Plus. So you have a tremendous amount of experience in this, but let me ask you a question. Does somebody have to have that kind of experience in order to be able to share their message in the media? I don't think they have to have that experience. They have to have the ability to be a good interviewer, number one, and then they have to be able to pull pull out of people what needs to be said and be able to cut them off when they keep talking and talking and talking. So those are the skills that are really necessary. And where does someone learn those skills? Well, I mean, I have a course on Get On TV, but it's really for those people who want to do those three-minute TV appearances and so forth. But we can train people uh, to get ready for the media. And what are the basic tenets of that? 
Well, uh, first, you mean for TV or for radio? Yeah, for, for if someone just, you know, again, most of my audience are going to be business owners and they would love the visibility. Obviously, they, you know, we, we've done a lot of, uh, you know, I've shared a lot of experiences, uh, you know, having been in, in, uh, in the media over 2,000 times. You know, you just, you learn a lot by just doing it. <laughs> so, you know, you could kind of shorten the learning curve for people. But what would you, like, if, if you were to cover this in, say, a 45-minute workshop, what would be the... The, the main areas that, that you would want to make sure to talk about to that audience? Okay. Number one, they have to have only three points. More than three points will get lost. Number two, they have to have data. They need statistics on what they're trying to either make a case for or prove. Uh, thirdly, they've got to look the part. And fourthly, um, bring some props to make it exciting. Yeah, TV is a very visual media. And and I totally agree on the data because the data is what kind of makes it newsworthy. And of course, it it backs up your argument. If you're just coming in and talking about opinions, um, you know, people aren't going to believe you. And so um, now um, when you say looking the part, uh, if I feel insecure about how I look and and, and maybe we all do from time to time, uh, what can I do? Well, of course, there are image people you can go to. But, for example, if you're a doctor, you should have on your white coat and your stethoscope, et cetera. If you are even in, let's say, an air conditioning business, you know, there's nothing wrong with wearing a uniform with your, with your logo on it. And, I mean, yeah. it's, to, it's to be the part. That's the most important thing. Yeah, isn't that interesting? So I think, you know, one thing that I found is, is that the media would – they like to uh, identify you. And say, oh, well, you know, Gail Carson, well, she's the woman who helps women over 50 live their dreams, right? And you want to be able to like, oh, Josh Elledge, he's the guy that turns, uh, you know, business owners or thoughtful business owners into media celebrities, uh, you know, or he's the, you know, savings angel, you know, he's the guy that can get you a deal hookup or upgrade on anything. You know, it's like, it's it's really nice when you can get typecast as uh, and and you're and it's memorable because then when a story comes up you're like hey we've got a story and it it's about boomer women uh you know who are they going to think of well they're going to think of gail exactly exactly i mean some stations the market i'm too too old for they have a younger population so i'm just not appropriate others mm-hmm. i <laughs> I had one station, I won't say what it was, but I had one station turn me down because I was the SOB. They just thought that was too risque. So, <laughs> <laughs> and how did you come up with, uh, you know, wh- how did you settle on uh, SOB, Spunky Old Broad? Which, well, by the way, perfectly appropriate for my audience. <laughs> well, perfectly, number one, I am spunky. Number two, I am old. And I'm number three, I am abroad. So <laughs> in reality, we were sitting in the back of the room, a bunch of women, and I just, they had told us to be quiet. And I said, well, that's because we're a bunch of SOBs, spunky old broad, and it's stuck. And I trademarked it. And that's what I'm known as now. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Gail, how can people uh, listen to your radio show? You'd mentioned that, that you do a lot of radio programs. Where, where does someone listen to that? Well, of course, they're all over the place. As you know, today, uh, radio shows get translated into podcasts after 30 days. Mm-hmm. So they're mm-hmm. all over the place. I mean, I'm on our heart radio. I'm on Spotify. They can go to radioearnetwork.com. My shows are on also spunk, uh, sobradionetwork.com. And they can go to my website, spunkyoldbroad.com, and all all my shows are posted there as well. 
And you've also written a book, right? You're, you have books. Yeah, I have books. I have How to Be an SOB, a spunky old broad who kicks butt. I have the <laughs> SOB Guide to Business Success. I have uh, How to Get to the Top and Stay There, Winning Ways. Uh, so I've got a variety of books that they can also find on my website. And which, which one's your newest? The newest one is the uh, SOB Guide to Business Success. And, and give, me the, you know, give me the basic uh, tenets of, of this book. Well, we go into 12 different chapters on on each different methodology that you can use to promote and advertise and market your business because it doesn't matter what industry you're in. If you can't market it, you don't have a business. Yeah. And people don't like yeah, to I, hear that. <laughs> well, it's true. I mean, you can have the best business idea or best business in the world. And if people don't know about it, you're, you're not going to be in business. Long. Exactly. Exactly. So, so what are your favorite ways for, for getting visibility and getting attention if you're in business for yourself? Well, of course, I'm biased, but I love the media. I love radio. Mm-hmm. I love TV. I love writing articles, especially in industry magazines, depending on your industry. So that's mm-hmm. one. I think giving local speeches uh, to, your, to your community is very important. And um, being active in your community is important. I mean, whether it's United Way or Chambers of Commerce or uh, Rotary or whatever it is, you do being active in your community is a way for people to know who you are i really strongly agree with that and you know when i look at some of the easiest business opportunities that that have come about generally it's because of an in-person meeting so i was at a conference had a conversation uh you know whether that's an industry conference that we all travel in for or you know just getting together uh, in person, really, really, there's so many opportunities. And I think it could be easy to overlook uh, our local opportunities because we think, well, you know, my job is just to build my business online. Uh, but look, there's a, <laughs> there's, there's a lot of other, if you do B2B work, there's a lot of other businesses. Uh, there are a lot of consumers locally that just based on your participation in organizations uh, can be really great. Um, Gail, what would be some evidence that, that, you've, got, that you've gotten some great uh, business as a result of your local involvement. <laughs> well, I'm just going to mention that I went to a Chamber of Commerce meeting that I wasn't supposed to go to because it was for mm-hmm. not-for-profits, and that is where I met the owner of the radio station that I eventually ended up working for. And when he announced, you know, he owned this radio station, and I went up to him and I said, are you looking for new talent? And, of course, you know the answer. Well, <laughs> who is this woman, you know? Uh, but I pursued it, and uh, now it's done very well. So uh, that's a perfect evidence of going to a, a local chamber meeting and meeting someone who owns a station. You know, you have a, a bit of an extroverted personality. I, I, I have my bursts of extrovertness, <laughs> and then I need to uh, recharge. Uh, but what if somebody is, oh my gosh, Gail, that just scares me to, to walk into a room and uh, I'm supposed to network with all these people. Like I, I just don't, wouldn't know what to say. I, I feel incredibly uncomfortable. How can they make the best uh, use of of those in-person opportunities? Well, first of all, I think they need to prepare ahead of time. What is it they want to say? What do they want to get across? What can they say to somebody when they first meet them? Number two, don't look at everybody in the room. 
pick out one person, go to that person, and find out about that person because people always want to talk about themselves. So mm. if I say to you, hi, Josh, I'm Gail Carson. Uh, I'm new here. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, what is it you do? I'm not saying what I do. Uh, mm -hmm. what, tell me what you do. I mean, uh, I'd love to know more about you. You start talking, and I'm relieved of all responsibility. Yeah. And eventually, you're going to say to me, what do you do? Yeah, I, you know, I almost, it's really interesting, Gail. I, I really like learning about someone else first before I share anything about what I do. And you're doing it right. You're doing it well right. because I, I, think, I think I'm feeling, feeling, I might be a little selfish, but I feel like if I can get to know a little bit more about them first, then I know what flavor of Josh to share with them, uh, you know, because I've, I've got a couple of different person, you know, there's different things I can do. And so if I find out that they're really interested in working with influencers, well, then I can talk about, you know, maybe, you know, I could position myself as, well, that's, you know, we do a lot of work in that field. And so I remember, like, I've had conversations where, you know, you know, we're at an event and someone say, well, hey, what do you do? Um, uh, you know, I'll kind of like, you know, almost just not really answer that, but really turn around to, a, you know, like, well, I want to know what you do. <laughs> and and I, it's like, it's almost uncomfortable for me to divulge what I do uh, without hearing what they do first. And, and I really like it. You know, this goes back to like basic how to win friends and influence people, Dale Carnegie. You know, people love generally to talk about themselves. And so if you did nothing else, but just like, listen, I'm just going to ask uh, I'm just going to ask lots of questions and I don't have to share anything about what I do, but you're right. That is naturally going to come up in the conversation. Exactly. And it's very important because uh, people just love to talk about themselves and you're making it very easy for them. Yeah, totally agreed. Uh, and so, Gail, um, you also do uh, you, you do workshops as well. Is that, is that correct? I do. I do. Well, I do group coaching and I do one on one coaching for these women 50 plus as well as those who want to do media work. But primarily uh, with women 50 plus, I'm really working on how to reinvent themselves. That's my real forte is showing them oh. where they can go and what they can do and how they can uh, how they can utilize everything in their background to be whoever it is they want to be now. Do you feel that, um, so uh, women in your audience, would they be getting to a point where they, they would just be maybe dissatisfied where, with where they are professionally? Is that what precipitates uh, a relationship with you? No, it could be a combination of that, but it could also be they've been downsized or right sized, or it could oh, yeah. be now they're an empty nester, or it could be now they're divorced, or maybe mm. widowed. Um, and all of those things uh, really do change. A person and they look around and say, wow, wait a minute, what's happening and what do I do now? And it's a whole different part of my life. So that, those are all the things that precipitate that. And tell me what happens at, a, at an SOB workshop. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to know. No. <laughs> uh, really, it's a, it's a matter. We really all have a pretty good time and everything is in a safe space. No one talks about the other person or what they can do or, and it stays in that workshop. I mean, everything is, is contained in that workshop. And basically, they walk out of there with a plan of action. Well, that doesn't sound like a bad idea at all. <laughs> well, that's great. Well, Dr. Gale, I, I want to I thank you so much for joining us. I, I think the world of you, um, we've been friends for a while. I love the work that you're doing. I, I love that, um, you know, 
anyone uh, that is in the space of helping people get their message out and have a bigger impact in the world. I, I, I see you and I as, uh, you know, uh, you know we, we feel that charge. We know that, uh, that, you know, someone who intends on doing good in the world, and if they don't have that platform, they don't have that ability, um, I, it pains me to think that they would give up on that dream. Or, or that they would stagnate and, and really never um, fulfill their potential. And so I, I just want to say thank you so much uh, for, for serving and helping people in, in, in the way that you do. The same to you, Josh, because I know all the work that you're doing. I know the charity you, you are passionate about. So uh, back at you. Well, Dr. Gail, again, you are the SOB, the Spunky Old Broad. Your website is spunkyoldbroad.com. Absolutely a delight. There's videos you can watch with Dr. Gail. Uh, Certainly get connected to Dr. Gail's radio show. Uh, You've got an active blog and you've got a great community through social media as well. Uh, Dr. Gail, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence each month. We scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.